A text this morning is the uh, Old Testament reading in Isaiah 52. I'm going to take you uh, back to verse 8. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy, for eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. This is our text. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If I can figure out how to not move while I'm talking, then the microphone doesn't make noise. It's kind of... I'm still learning. <laughs> uh, just uh, uh, think about these watchmen guys for a minute. Um, as witnesses go, <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever spent any time in court or been familiar with that much, but witnesses are, are a little confusing sometimes because they all see different stuff, but... Uh, Probably the most convinced witnesses, the ones that are sure what they saw there, they're pretty good uh, if they know that they've seen something with their own eyes. Uh, then, you know, there are uh, what you call secondhand witnesses, which aren't even allowed in court, but, you know, they, they are useful, I suppose, when people are investigating things, but uh, they can't uh, pr produce evidence. And, and physical evidence is good too. It is a witness of its own sort. But uh, ultimately that eye to eye thing, uh, I saw it with my own eyes, that's, that causes people to believe what they saw and, and they can be quite convincing. Uh, this reading in Isaiah comes to tell the people of God that even though they fell into exile for sin, their watchmen would see the return of the Lord to them. Uh, it says that they would see him eye to eye, which is pretty serious uh, witnessing. Uh, this uh, was an announcement that had been received and spoken with joy in Isaiah 52, uh, it, but it probably wasn't heard well until the folks uh, that had been exiled were already in Babylon, even though Isaiah was written long before that. They probably didn't pay much attention because they were sort of mad at Isaiah for saying mean stuff to them, and, except it was true. Uh, but that's the way it goes for witnesses sometimes as well. Uh, and when they got into Babylon, then they said, okay, I need to go see what Isaiah said because some of that was important. And here he gives them this announcement of joy. Beautiful feet on the mountain, uh, bringing good news, peace, news of happiness, salvation, that's the message here. Uh, now normally the watchman's duty is uh, the warning of danger. That's, I mean, uh, if you ever get to do that, uh, if you ever get to stand watch, it's always about dangerous stuff that you're keeping an eye out for. It's not so much the pleasant things. Um, but in this particular case, uh, before, these guys went into exile, they would have been keeping watch for the, the enemy armies coming upon them and, and they would be responsible for waking everybody up. In, in the case of Isaiah's people, uh, well, I mean, the, the danger is sin and exile and condemnation and they were responsible for that. And we hear that for ourselves in, in Jeremiah's prophecy stuff, that we're supposed to be watchmen. But this is a little different. Because they see, they see God is returning, that he is coming to redeem them, coming to buy them out of the slavery that they found themselves in in exile at Babylon and to return them home. Uh, on the other hand, uh, everybody that looks at this 
from uh, a, a later perspective was sees Messiah there too. And of course, that's what we see here. The, these guys, the watchmen, uh, whoever they are, are going to see their savior in the world eye to eye, which of course is what we're here for today. Um, this brings a little confusion for our Christian ears though too. I, I, I've noticed that uh, here, here we have two different messages. I mean, if you have a watchman, there's danger, but if you have a watchman that sees rescue, that's gonna be a different kind of message. Uh, and they're both gonna be reported. So we, we watch out for sin, because there's danger there. There's a judge coming. Uh, we talked about that all through Advent. Uh, and, and Christ is the other message, come, Christ has come. Uh, here we hear this today, sin is forgiven in him. That's also the message of the watchman. It's not different really uh, uh, when a sinner is broken by hardship and suffering and condemnation of self uh, because of consequences of sin and the, the watchman announces the birth of a savior. This is a pretty amazing thing. The guys that are in Babylon, they're looking for help and the watchman announces the coming of the Savior for rescue. Uh, there is forgiveness there. There is salvation there. There is redemption there. That's the cry of God's watchman when Christ comes. He's here. He's been here a long time. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. He said also that he'd be with you to the end of the age, but uh, it's a little hard to lay eyes on him. And here we are in the middle of this celebration of Christmas uh, and salvation is supposed to be the message. And sometimes that gets lost in all of the other stuff. Uh, as you're probably well aware, you're sitting here and it's a pretty small little group. Uh, but salvation is, is the centerpiece of Christ's coming not all of the other stuff. So can you do that in this season? Can you be the watchman as God has told you to be? Can you be the watchman in this season? The joy is important, but the, for truth, it is from you with Christ born. Christ born is the message, living, uh, dying, rising for salvation. He's come into the world for these things. And that is the importance of the day. That's the watchman's joyful cry today. That's the reason for all of the other celebration. That, that cry of joy is the reason that we are here. Uh, for you and for all, this message stands. It is the watchman's job to bring it. Um, question is, can, can you do that in the midst of all the other things that cry out for attention in these days? It's hard to do that. You may not have noticed, but when you find out you sinned, and, and I, I know that you have all heard such things because I keep telling you, but, but you know, if someone else says something to you about sin, it, it, it doesn't keep you from sinning again. The, when the watchman calls out the danger of sin and you, you say, okay, I heard you, but it doesn't stop you from sinning again, you might even find yourself doing the same sin that you did before because that's how trapped that is. But something has changed. Something has changed on this day. Did you hear these watchmen? They have seen the Lord. Christ has been born. Salvation is in the world at last. They've been waiting and waiting and there he is with their own eyes. They see him, they have seen the Lord. 
And it didn't happen with uh, this, this great cry of command from God, but it was a subtle thing. Um, quietly, in a little village in, uh, in the countryside, and uh, in a stable, and, and, the, and the, the watchmen are not guys standing on a military wall, but shepherds. And, and they, have, they have heard that the Savior has come to rescue sinners from the impossible bondage of death and condemnation. The shepherds, they're on watch. They saw it all. The angels came and spoke to them. And they reported it to the people all over the place. And they all rejoiced in that news because their Savior had come. He'd been seen eye to eye. Your watch continues. But the message is new. Christ has come to forgive, born to rescue, goodwill toward men, come into the flesh to bring you to heaven by his blood, by his death, by his resurrection. That message is given to you. And the Holy Spirit can do his work of saving sinners through that watchman's word that joy, that celebration, that the salvation has come and saved you. Accusation might come because everybody doesn't love the message. Because, you know, there's this little problem if you accept that a savior came into the world and the forgiveness is about, then you have to sort of deal with the fact that you sinned, that caused him to come, <laughs> that caused him to bring salvation because you are in exile in bondage, but he did come. Uh, always with the message of the Son of God in the world is Christmas, always. That's, that's what Christmas has always supposed to have been. And it gets a little lost, but that's the love of God. That's the salvation that you have. That's the reason why you sit here today to hear these things and to celebrate with your worship. That's the reason for all of it. So, he says, go into the world with joy today, with confidence before the throne of grace, the grace that is for you. Be watchmen, sure. Be shepherds, sure. Eyewitnesses of salvation, that is the joy to the world. Now, you may be thinking, well, I haven't seen him eye to eye. <laughs> I mean, the shepherds, they, they cheated. They were looking at him in the, in the manger, and we haven't seen that, but... There are things that you have seen that you are eyewitnesses to. You have been baptized. You have seen other people baptized and come to faith. This is no small miracle. Every time someone comes to faith, it's a huge miracle. And it's because of this day that Christ came into the world to make that happen. Today, you have communion with Christ's body and blood right here on your altar. That is another miracle in itself that Christ can be shared, participated, eaten and drank for your forgiveness, for your salvation. That's another major miracle. And I would imagine that all of you have at one time or another seen someone come to faith, to recognize the salvation in that faith and all of this by your Savior's coming. These are Christ, eye to eye, things that you have seen because they could not happen without him. You are eyewitnesses. You are still watchmen in the world, but this message is with joy. 
With, with the kind of joy that cannot be found anywhere else, this Christmas is about the joy of Savior in the world. You are the bearers of that message. You are the bearers of that salvation. You have received the salvation, the forgiveness, the grace of God in this child that has come to you this day. There's lots of cause for celebration and lots of cause to explain to people what that is. I, I would imagine that'll come up today. Uh, and I... Um, I, uh, I, uh, I guess I would say carry that message with joy. Carry it with joy. Carry it with certainty. Carry it with confidence because your God has come to love you so much that he sent his son and here he has been and today is his birth and that is our joy. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.